Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. What's up, everybody? Uh, How's it going on this uh, Selection Monday? I've got the show up right now. The, uh, the selection shows up right now, and uh, I will be watching it alongside you. Well, whenever, uh, whenever the field gets announced, I will, uh, I will have it for you. Uh, I was kind of hoping that it would leak out ahead of time, but uh, apparently apparently that is not the case. So welcome in, Mike, in the morning on a, uh, on a delayed situation here, uh, a little behind, um, because I thought it was just going to be useless to do this at – eight o'clock in the morning when regional uh, selection was happening. So I'm watching it right now. Uh, they have, it looks like they've announced the national seeds. I'm trying to get all this situated as, uh, as, as I talk here, Mississippi state made a national seed. So there's your first breaking news of the day, Mississippi state, in spite of the poor performance in Hoover, uh, Mississippi state will be a national seed. And that is the right call. I mean, I had so many people say and, uh, and ask, you know, does their performance in Hoover, is that something that the committee should take into account when awarding national seeds? That answer is no. And uh, I, they made the right call here, not allowing that to be something that uh, that impacts their decision at all. Those two losses should have only been, only been uh, factored into the overall record against top 25 opponents and stuff like that. You should not look at tournament performance uh, as a factor. So Mississippi State did maintain their spot as a national seed. Uh, They are the number eight national seed, so they barely, just barely held on uh, to that position. But uh, nonetheless, Mississippi State is a national seed. So welcome in, guys. If you are joining me for the first time, I do this live every morning at 8 a.m. on Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, my YouTube channel, just my name right there. This also gets uploaded in podcast form every day, but I have a feeling a lot of you are uh, are first timers on this uh, this great great day where national seeds are being announced. So this is all streaming out at once. Uh, Arkansas is uh, the number one national seed. Texas is the number two national seed. Uh, Tennessee, what a story Tony Vitello is at Tennessee. Tennessee is the number three national seed. Vanderbilt is number four. Like I said, Mississippi State, the uh, the number eight national seed. Um, really exciting stuff there. And JP, yeah, man, here we go. I'm sorry I was late this morning, but I think you understand that uh, I was holding out until the final moment talking regional projections. And uh, here's the thing. These, these shows, these live bracket-revealing shows, uh, they frustrate the heck out of me. Because honestly, you, you guys are, are probably listening uh, to this right now and maybe not watching the uh, the selection show. But they announce the top eight seeds and then they go to commercial break. And then, I mean, just release the bracket. Nobody at all, not a single person, is here to listen to breakdowns of you know, the top eight national seats. Nobody wants to hear that. Just reveal the bracket and then do it. Nobody wants to hear you guys 
talk about it from that perspective. TCU is the number six national seed, just announced Arizona is the number five national seed. Uh, so again, this is just slowly kind of working its way out of here. But the story, at least for right now, is um, Mississippi State being the number eight. So now the only question is who gets uh, invited to Starkville, who gets invited to Oxford, because Ole Miss will be uh, a host. Obviously, we learned that last night. Ole Miss is going to be a host. Uh, we just don't know who is going to be in their regional just yet. So I, I do have a quick thought, though. On this, uh, before we actually get numbers and, and seedings and who's and where, um, when it comes to Mississippi State's actually the number seven national seed. I got that wrong. The number seven national seed is Mississippi State. So they weren't all that close. Uh, somebody actually um, incorrectly um Shared that a few seconds ago, so please forgive me. That is uh, that is inaccurate. Somebody was just wrong. Um, Mississippi State is the number seven national seed, with Texas Tech being the eight. Um, so it wasn't as close as people thought. the The last two games in Hoover didn't have as much of an impact uh, on Mississippi State as uh, as people thought. Um, send a tweet when Mike in the morning ain't happening. It's happening right now. It's still the morning, and it's happening right now. Uh, no, I, I just forgot. In all, in all honesty, I forgot to send a tweet out reminding everyone um, when this is going to happen. So I'm sorry for the uh, the, the misinformation, guys. I, I just somebody that has a blue check mark said that state would be the eight. They are not. Um, Mississippi State is the seventh. Um, as we react to this in real time, I mean, probably Stanford, um, possibly Notre Dame, maybe, maybe even the committee got really cute with this one and paired uh, Mississippi State across from Ole Miss. Maybe that's something that they did. We will find out shortly. I know that it would give a lot of you guys aneurysms uh, having, <laughs> um, having Mississippi State and Ole Miss and a super together, but either way. Uh, the Fayetteville Regional is now officially out. You have Arkansas uh, going up against Northeastern, the New Jersey Institute of Technology, and Nebraska. So, yeah, Arkansas gets Nebraska, Northeastern, and the New Jersey Institute of Technology. The Highlanders is their mascot. So, and JP, you're right. Mississippi State being at number seven makes you wonder if it was ever in doubt. And, and I think that answers the question, honestly, is no. Um, I think that answers the question. Mississippi State uh, was always going to be a national seed. And uh, I think that this, uh, I think this confirms it. That's a really tough deal for Nebraska and the Big Ten. Uh, Nebraska is a really good team. Uh, well, relatively speaking. Um, Nebraska is a good team and kind of the class of the Big Ten this year. And they get rewarded by being the two seed against Arkansas, a team that has not lost a series all year long and just won the SEC tournament. <laughs> so um, that uh, that stinks. Apparently on the, uh, the selection show, um, 
Apparently on the selection show, Nebraska did not look very thrilled with <laughs> having to go to Fayetteville, Arkansas to play the Hogs after this season. So um, that's tough. Alabama gets in. So the Ruston Regional has now been announced. So Ruston uh, going to be the 16, I believe, across from Arkansas. Alabama got in. And uh, not a terrible draw, though, for Louisiana Tech. So Louisiana Tech is going to be the one opposite uh, NC State. NC State will be the two. They turn around and get Alabama as the three. And then Ryder. Uh, what's Ryder's mascot? I don't know off the top of my head. I still don't know. It's a horse of some kind. Uh, so so Ryder uh, will be the four in Ruston. So a nice little draw for uh, for Louisiana Tech. Um that's that's a lot more manageable than uh, than I expected, especially I mean you know looking at this from the Southern Miss side of things. If Southern Miss doesn't blow those two games against Louisiana Tech and they are the host, Southern Miss would have been thrilled, absolutely thrilled with this draw. But nevertheless, uh, they they don't get it. So uh, we will see. If they keep uh, announcing, they're doing this very slow. All right, the Stanford Regional has now been announced. Uh, Stanford um, is the nine. So Stanford is the nine. Uh, they have North Dakota State, Nevada, and UC Irvine in the Stanford Regional. So that will be the nine uh, across from Texas Tech. So Mississippi State likely going to see Notre Dame, but we'll see here uh, in just a little bit. So Stanford's the nine, like I said, with North Dakota State, Nevada, and UC Irvine. Uh, UC Irvine is the two, Nevada the three, and uh, the Bison are the four. So that's your number nine seed is uh, Stanford. I expect Notre Dame to be the 10, but now that I said that, I'm probably going to be wrong. I, I Honestly, I would love from uh, the content side of things uh, to see Ole Miss opposite of Mississippi State, but I do expect to see Notre Dame here uh, as uh, as this will get uh, announced here soon. All right, the Lubbock Regional has now been uh, announced. The Lubbock Regional, uh, pretty tough draw, it seems like, for Texas Tech. So they will have uh, North Carolina, UCLA, and Army is the four. And no, I have not seen, I have not seen Louisville yet. Uh, I will let you know the second that comes across. I'm going to tell you every team that comes across, uh, to tell you the truth. Every team I will tell you here, so don't worry. I, I will not miss one. Uh, so Texas Tech, the one, UCLA, the two, North Carolina, the three, and Army, the four. So that's a um, pretty tough draw there for Texas Tech. Honestly, I, I would almost rather have Louisiana Tech's regional than Texas Tech's regional. Not a not an easy draw at all for the uh, the Red Raiders. Just two games over five hundred though is North Carolina. Generally, you would think they are more talented than um, than that, but but we will see. Still waiting to see who's going to Oxford and and who's going to Starkville. Uh, presumably, Southern Miss will be going to one of those two places. Uh, Tucson. Tucson Regional is now officially out. Arizona is going to be the one. They have Oklahoma State as their two. UC Santa Barbara as their three. And 
Grand Canyon as their force. So that's the Tucson regional is um, obviously Arizona opposite Oklahoma State and UC Santa Barbara and Grand Canyon as the four. That's also uh, not uh, not a very easy regional. Ole Miss is the number 12 national seed, so you will not see you will not see Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Sadly, um, that's not going to happen. It's a shame. It is uh, it is not going to happen. So Ole Miss, uh, they get the number 12 national seed officially. So the thought of the way they played in Hoover, maybe moving themselves up into national seed territory, it doesn't always work out like this. I mean, they, they kind of seed it with more nuance than that, but it doesn't appear that Ole Miss was actually threatening for a national seed. Maybe if they had have beaten Arkansas and um, and gone to the SEC championship and maybe won that changes things. Here we go. The Oxford Regional, this is Ole Miss. This is an absolutely loaded regional. Uh, this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, Ole Miss gets Southern Miss the two. So the Golden Eagles are headed to Oxford. You knew they were going to either Ole Miss or Mississippi State. It was just going to happen. Southern Miss, the two, Florida State, the three for Ole Miss, and SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, is the four. Florida State, Southern Miss, and SEMO going to Oxford. And uh, it's decision time already, I can tell you, for Mike Bianco. Right now is what you do uh, with Doug Nikhazy on Friday night because SEMO does have uh, a pretty good starting pitcher, as it turns out. Dylan Dodd is his name. He's nine and one on the season. Uh, he has 113 strikeouts and 90 innings pitched opponents hit, uh, just 216 off of them, only given up nine home runs in those 90 innings this year. A good pitcher, a good solid ace, but I think this, and I will say the same thing about Mississippi State. I know it's a good pitcher. SEMO's got one, but even after what happened this week, Ole Miss has one reliable starting pitcher. You have to win Doug Nikhazy's game to win this regional. But I am more confident, at least to me, I am more confident in Derek Diamond beating SEMO, even with this really good pitcher, and saving Nikhazy for game two than... Derek Diamond winning game two against probably Southern Miss and using Nikhazy for SEMO. That's my initial reaction is if you're going to beat Southern Miss or Florida State in game two, if that's going to happen, I think you need Doug Nikhazy. You are more likely to win with Nikhazy. I think you kind of have to have him to ensure that you're going to win the regional. And so I would, even with SEMO having a quality game one starter against you, I, I'm not confident or as confident in Derek Diamond to beat a Southern Miss versus a Doug Nikhazy. I think Doug Nikhazy would, would beat Southern Miss and Florida State relatively easily. I think he's that good. I'm not confident in the other pitchers. I think this is a, a situation where you don't throw Nikhazy in game one. We'll see what Mike Bianco does. I, I wouldn't myself. So... And we'll see about Southern Miss's confidence. I mean, they they blew their chance at a host. We'll see if they come in mad or if they come in lacking a little confidence. Uh, we will see. 
The Greenville Regional, this is ECU, the Greenville, North Carolina Regional has been announced. ECU, obviously, the one. Maryland will be the two. Charlotte, the three, or alternating. Uh, the, the tweet I have up does not say, but it doesn't really matter. The two and the three are Maryland and Charlotte, and the four is Norfolk State. So uh, Maryland apparently playing well at the end of the season, and we'll see if uh, Cliff Godwin and company uh, can uh, – can take care of business at home. Charlotte's the two, Maryland's the three for what it's worth. And Norfolk State is the four. Still waiting on um, on Mississippi State. Have not seen that yet. Have not seen that yet, but uh, it's coming. That's not an easy regional for, uh, for Ole Miss at all. That's uh, It's loaded. But, I mean... When you get to this point in a season, how easy are anybody's regionals? I mean, is there a bad two seed out there? Probably, probably not. I mean, this is even though the regional's tough, there, there's no excuses for Ole Miss in this one. They are better. Forgive me, Southern Miss fans. They are better than Southern Miss. They are better than Florida State, and they're better than Semo. Ole Miss just ran through an SEC schedule. They saw the best arms and teams in the country. This season, you really can't be scared of <laughs> you. You can't be scared of Southern Miss. If you are, that's crazy. I mean, you just played Vanderbilt twice in Arkansas in the SEC tournament. You had Mississippi State on the road, Arkansas, Vanderbilt. I mean, LSU's at least got some arms. You played. Three teams that are hosting regionals in the season opening series. If this is this is no more of a challenge than than anything you've seen all year long. In fact, you know that you should be better than these teams. That's just this is not something that um, that that Ole Miss fan should cry over. In my opinion, it's not it's not easy. I mean, it's tough. One of the tougher ones, but th- there's no excuse to not win this regional. There, there truly is no excuse to not win this regional. Let's see. Vanderbilt's regional is out, um, but I can't find it. Here we go. Vanderbilt's regional is out. They get the Blue Hose of Presbyterian. So Vanderbilt's the one. The Blue Hose are the two. Georgia, or The Blue Hose are the four. Georgia Tech and Indiana State are the two and three at Vanderbilt. JP says, so last week was an outlier. I think the reps have confidence and steam built up from last week. You routed off yesterday how the Ole Miss pitching staff had a star week in Hoover. Uh, they did. They had a really good week in Hoover. I am, I'm just, you know, the, they got to do it again, right? Uh, the sample size is more so that Ole Miss has a, an elite level starting pitcher in Doug Nikhazy, a really good bullpen arm in, in Derek Diamond uh, and Taylor Broadway. And um, and then a bunch of unknown. So they had a hell of a week in Hoover. A great week in Hoover. But it's still unknown. We're about to find out if that's uh, an anomaly or if that is what they are now. And Mike, you're right. I mean, see, this is what I'm talking about right here, Mike. Ole Miss is 8-6 and six against the national seeds. 8-6 and six against the national seeds. Oh, they just lost the seventh game. But, I mean, this is nothing 
Um, this is nothing that they haven't seen before. In fact, they've seen better. So there's no excuses, at least to me. It's a tough draw. Southern Miss is a really freaking good baseball team, right? And they pitch it really well. But I think even Southern Miss fan JP here in the chat would agree that Old Miss is currently and should be a better baseball team than Southern Miss. I think even he would agree with that. But Ole Miss is vulnerable, of course, because we'll see about their pitching. So that was the Vanderbilt Regional. I see one of you asking about Arizona. I said it before, but I'll just give it to you one more time. Um, Arizona's the one. Grand Canyon is their four. Oklahoma State is the two in that regional, and UC Santa Barbara is the three. Have I seen Dallas Baptist? No, I I have not. Um, They're rolling these out slowly at all. They're rolling these out slowly. I uh, I know is what I was trying to say. Um, see, and I just don't agree with this line of thinking. the The idea that uh, Ole Miss should be mad that they're they're playing Semo. Well, that's the one four seed you don't want to see. I, I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? There is absolutely no excuse to lose to Southeast Missouri State. None. Absolutely none. I just I, I will not subscribe to that line of thinking this week. I will not make excuses if they can't get past it this week. And the same thing will apply to Mississippi State. And I have yet to see who's in their regional. They are very much taking their time with the Bulldogs here. But I, I don't buy into that line of thinking. Ole Miss in the SEC should be able to take care of Southeast Missouri State in every regional always and forever. I mean, there's no other way around it. Is SEMO tougher than Presbyterian College? Well, sure, they are. Yeah. But it's still Southeast Missouri State with a a pretty good arm that you're going to see in game one. Guy that really shut down Southeast Missouri State opponents. Good pitcher. You you see better every single week. You see better every week. I I don't want to hear it. Um, Brooks saying thoughts on the blue hose in the Vandy regional. Um, uh, I have a lot of respect for Presbyterian college cause I grew up close by. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty little campus and, um, Kumar rocker is going to make them look like children. Sorry. Uh, they, they've not seen a guy like Kumar Rocker, uh, but it is great that they're in the tournament, and I'm really happy for them. Uh, I, I love the Blue Hose. That Don't don't clip that and uh, and send that to my wife, guys, please. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see if, uh, if there's a, a, an updated new projection. Um... No, so far I, I don't know what what the hell they're doing, or why they're taking so long. But that's uh, that's all I've got so far. Um, it's all I've got so far. So uh, when it comes in, when it comes in, I, I will let you know. But the, in the meantime, I'm just going to keep uh, keep refreshing and uh, getting you guys this on top. And JP, I'm with you, man. I, I mean, it's 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 a no brainer. Uh, you're going to see some complaining today, and I understand. I, I really understand why. Southern Miss is a bear of a two seed. I mean, Florida State. You guys are well aware of Florida State and um, 
what they're able to do and the players they're able to acquire and the, the program it is, but look at the team it is right now versus the program it is. There, there's really there, there's no way around it. This is a team, this is a regional that Ole Miss should win. They should. And if they don't, it's not because of the draw. Getting nitpicky about a four seed at home, who is? I, I've I've already got a, a few text messages. Um, and, and I've seen a few folks on Twitter also uh, complaining about SEMO being a tough four, but I, I just I don't care. I, I don't care. That doesn't speak to me at all. Um, that does not speak to me at uh, at all. Then you're right. I mean, th- that's why they play games on the diamond and not on paper. You're right. Um, you got to play them. But anyway. So does Ole Miss host Oklahoma State or Grand Canyon in the Super? <laughs> uh, Grand Canyon's got a pretty good um, pretty good athletic department, honestly. Go look at some videos of their student section at basketball games. I mean, it's a relatively new college. Um, and and they do really well. All right, we have another regional out. I guess they have stopped talking for a little while. Austin. So Mississippi State will not be getting Southern as the four, as Mike just pointed out, and I, I completely uh, missed your comment, Mike. I could have started talking about this right away. Uh, Southern will be going to Austin instead of Starkville. So Mississippi State getting a different four. We thought that it was kind of a given that they were going to get the SWAC champion and um, that's a break. I, you know, I understand why people are complaining, right? Because Southern is significantly easier than SEMO as a four. So Texas gets a break there at least. Um, with Arizona State as their two, Fairfield did get in. Fairfield is uh, the three in the Austin Regional. So that's uh, the latest one out. Texas being the one, of course. Arizona State, the two, Fairfield, the three, and Southern University is uh, is the four. Every projection, every single projection had um, Mississippi State hosting Southern. So that's it. Florida is now officially the number 15 national seed. This is just taking forever. It's just taking forever. Um <laughs> I mean, we're 30 minutes into this. We're 30 minutes into this. What a joke, right? I mean, just give us the bracket. Um, so Florida did uh, did host. They are the 15. Uh, Notre Dame is the 10. And, and let's be honest here. Um, I, I know that maybe some Ole Miss fans didn't want to be matched up with um, Mississippi State. There is not a single justification for why Notre Dame is ahead of Ole Miss. Not one. I I will refuse to hear any argument against why Notre Dame is considered better than Ole Miss. I'm sorry. You can't argue against that to me. There's no way. But uh, Starkville is paired with South Bend. I think that's a break for Mississippi State. It's a big break for Mississippi State, I think. You would much rather have Notre Dame over the possible Ole Miss or Stanford. So, State fans, I think you should be pretty happy with your uh, your across-bracket draw 
getting uh, Notre Dame uh, instead of either Stanford or Ole Miss or, um, yeah, or Stanford or Ole Miss. That's a break. Definitely a break for Mississippi State. In that South Bend Regional, wow, this is um, – uh, I would much rather have this one than the one in Oxford, that's for sure. Notre Dame is the one, obviously. Central Michigan is the four. Michigan and UConn are the the three and the two, respectively. That is the uh, that is the South Bend Regional. So, congrats to Mississippi State. <laughs> that is a break, and uh, I'm sure nobody will cry conspiracy because John Cohen is on the selection committee. all right we get a uh the the starkville regional is out now as well and um (laughs) cohen cohen pulled some strings man what a draw for mississippi state my goodness they get samford not stanford samford the bulldogs out of birmingham as their four and their two and their three are campbell and vcu so the Starkville Regional, Mississippi State is the one. Samford is the four. Campbell and VCU are the three and, and two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, John Cohen's on the selection committee. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Oh man, that is um, that is a hell of a draw uh, for uh, for Mississippi State. That is a hell of a draw. Um, wow, wow. <laughs> All right, let's look at uh, let's look at Samford. See if Samford uh, has a uh, as an ace like Simo. Let's see if Mississippi State is going to have to work for it. On uh, on Friday night, let's see. Let's go down to pitching. Um, Sanford really hits for average, though. Um, they got nice hitting stats, actually, but I'm here for pitching. Um, Sanford has uh, Carson Cupo. Uh, he's 9-0 and on the season. We'll start against Mississippi State. Uh, limited innings, though, but he is 9-0 and on the season uh, with just 30 innings pitched. So maybe he's a... Uh, Yeah, no, that's that's their uh, bullpen guy. Forgive me, I'm an idiot. Um, but he is not an O on the season coming out of the pen. Uh, so good for him. It looks like as far as starting pitchers goes, um, not a whole lot of options that stand out for you. And again, I, I will do more research into uh, into this uh, for for later streams this week. Get you a more in depth look at these teams. But just looking at Samford. Um, when you're talking about games started, uh, they have two pitchers that have started 15 games and one that has started 13. So I'll just give you all of these guys. Uh, the best numbers belong to Zach Hester. He is two and three on the season, but he has started 15 games, 55 innings pitch. Uh, his opponents hit 224 off of him. He's got 50 strikeouts in those 55 innings. Sam Strickland is the other pitcher that has started 15 games for Stanford. Sam, for excuse me. Um, he's got 76 innings pitched, struck out 69. Opponents hit 315 off of him. 
And then Jesse McCord is the guy that started 13 games for Samford this year. Uh, 71 strikeouts in 55 innings pitched, but opponents hit 302 uh, off of him. So that is uh, that's Samford, Mississippi State's challenge on Friday night. I'll do more looking into VCU and uh, and Campbell, but on the surface, uh, Mississippi State has a really really uh, navigable regional. That is, um, wow, that is a break. That is a break for Mississippi State. Bulldog fans have to be pumped up about that draw. And the same thing applies uh, to what I said to Ole Miss, even though Ole Miss's regional is definitely more difficult, without a doubt, more difficult. Uh, No excuse. And there's absolutely no excuse uh, for Mississippi State to lose this regional. None. Uh, None. The Columbia, air quotes, regional is out. Uh, Old Dominion will be hosting in Columbia, South Carolina, in a regional that also features... The Gamecocks. So when Old Dominion plays South Carolina, there will be 7,000 Gamecock fans there because that's their reward uh, for earning a host spot. But Old Dominion will be the, air quotes, the host of the Columbia Regional with Virginia the three, South Carolina the two, and Jacksonville, the Dolphins, being the four. That's a tough one for Old Dominion. Uh, Congrats on earning a host. You get to go on the road in front of 7,000 rabid fans and play South Carolina and Virginia. Congrats, uh, Old Dominion. Congrats. It's crazy. Um, That's crazy. Mississippi State got such a good draw. Here's the uh, the Fort Worth Regional, TCU. One of you was asking about Dallas Baptist. Well, here you go. TCU will be the number one, obviously, in the Fort Worth Regional, across from McNeese, who has a really good story. Really good story from McNeese. I I mean, the the town there was hit by two hurricanes not too terribly long ago. And uh, now there was insane flooding, like, a couple weeks ago. Town has been ravaged, and the facilities were damaged there, and, and just see them come out of it and win their conference and go to a regional is a pretty cool story. Oregon State, the two, and Dallas Baptist is the three in the Fort Worth Regional. So that uh, that is your TCU, Fort Worth Regional. Uh, Old Dominion, by the way, was the number 11 overall seed, and uh, they are hosting that in Columbia, South Carolina. By the way, we already have scheduling news. Mississippi State has decided to play the early game on Friday. That's something that Chris Lamonis has done before. And he's doing it again. So Mississippi State will have their game against Samford at 2 o'clock on Friday. So you're going to have to take work. Uh, take work off, I should say. Uh, you're going to have to take uh, take the day off if you're going to if you're gonna go to the game. I, I understand why Chris Lamonis does it. I do. Um, it does not maximize the ability for all of your fans to enjoy the entire weekend, though. I get why he does it. I wish you would throw a bone to his fans. That's that's just me. The Austin Regional. All right, let me uh, let me find this for you. Eugene, by the way, just came out, so I'll give this to you right now. Uh, Oregon being the one, Gonzaga is the two. LSU made it. They made it. Uh, win one for the Gipper with coach retiring. They made it. The LSU is the three, and Central Connecticut State is the four and Eugene, Oregon. So Oregon, the one, LSU, the three, Gonzaga, the two, 
and Central Connecticut State is the four. But you were looking for Austin. Let's find Austin. All right. Um, I still can't get over the draw that Mississippi State got. That is special. All right. Austin Regional. Uh, Texas obviously being the one. Arizona State is the two in Austin. Uh, Fairfield is the three. And Southern University is uh, is the four. So that's your Austin Regional. Texas, Arizona State, Fairfield, and Southern. I think that does it for the bracket, right? Uh, no, the Knoxville Regional. There's one more I've got to give you. Um in Tennessee, boy, th- this is a tough regional for Tennessee. Tennessee's the one. Duke is the two. Liberty is the three. And Wright State, who's got a true ace, is uh, is the four. So Knoxville, that's a tough draw for Tennessee. So Tennessee and Ole Miss uh, looks like they got a really, really tough draw uh, for the two of them. Probably the toughest I've seen so far. Uh, I think those are it. Bids by conference, by the way, for what it's worth, the SEC got nine. The ACC, despite being really bad this year, got eight. The Pac-12 got six. The Big 12 got four. The Conference USA got four. The Big 10 got three. And then all of the the auto bids were there. I have not seen Louisville yet. I have not seen Louisville yet. Pittsburgh didn't get in. They were one of the 20 host sites. Pittsburgh didn't get in. I have not. Have I said Louisville? I don't think they got in. Um, I haven't seen it. Is there is there one left? I don't know. Um, Big South got two. Thank you. All right. So one of you is asking for the TCU and the Texas Tech. So let me let me find those for you. TCU and Texas Tech. All right. TCU is the one. Uh, Oregon State is their two. Dallas Baptist is their three, and McNeese is their four. That's TCU. And uh, let me find Texas Tech for you. The bracket itself had not been fully released yet. This would be much easier if they decided to do that. But um, alas, they have not. All right, Texas Tech, uh, UCLA is their two. North Carolina is the three. And Army is uh, is their four. Jay, I mean, you're not kidding, man. Um, the day they decided to do it this way, it never made any sense to begin with. Um. But Pittsburgh being in the final 20 and falling out of the field just underscores how stupid this really was. And and Old Dominion will be hosting. I I know that they didn't put in a bid, but Old Dominion will be hosting. Hosting! In Columbia, South Carolina, in a regional that also features South Carolina. So not only are they not hosting in their own ballpark, which, again, I understand the bid process and stuff, but still. They're not going to be hosting in their own ballpark and they have to go on the road in front of one of the better atmospheres in college baseball. Is it Swayze? Is it Duty Noble? No, it's not. But it's really good. I mean, there, there's, what, 7,000 people there. It's really good. 
like actual intimidating road environment, and they got screwed. Something State, yeah, Caleb. Something State has done before, but they're playing the early game Friday. I, I don't like that. I under, I really, I truly understand why Chris Lamonis does it that way. I do. I, I respect the decision. I don't like it because there are Mississippi State fans out there, a whole lot of them, that either a have to take a day off work, and some for some people that's not easy, and in some cases they don't get paid for the day they have to take off. Or they can't go to the game. And I understand it's your job as a coach is to win the regional. And if he thinks the best way to do that is to play the early game Friday, then then so be it. But I think after everything we've gone through, um, I think he should throw the fans a bone and, uh, and play at night. Yeah, it's just me. Didn't get a chance to, to do this last year. Your season was cut short. A lot of weekends this season were limited capacity. I don't know. I'm nitpicking. I am. I understand that. I'm nitpicking. But um, I, I really wish that uh, that Mississippi State was playing at night on Friday. Uh, early weekend forecast, Caleb. Uh, Friday, uh, 30% chance of thunderstorms, high of 81. Saturday, 30% chance of thunderstorms, high of 82. Sunday, 50% chance of thunderstorms, high of 79. Let's get a more detailed version of this, though. Did I miss Louisville? Am I crazy? I, I, I don't, I did not see Louisville. I don't know, guys. I have no idea. Unless I'm crazy. So Pitt didn't get in. Um. Hmm. Anyway. Louisville's not listed. Okay, see, I, I, I'm going. I'm driving myself crazy trying to find it, and uh, I can't. So Georgia did not get in. Pittsburgh did not get in. Baylor did not get in, and neither did Ball State. Apparently, they were on the bubble. I did not uh, did not know that. Tennessee's regional draw is brutal. Ole Miss's regional draw is uh, is not good. Uh, at all. All right. The weather report's finally loaded. Let's see uh, what it's going to look like in Starkville this weekend with any more detail. I mean, this is the time of year, though, that you know there's always a uh, a chance of rain. Yeah, it's just isolated thunderstorms. So Friday says partly cloudy with isolated thunderstorms possible. Uh, Friday night, scattered showers and thunderstorms, especially before midnight. 30, 30% chance Saturday isolated thunderstorms. I mean, this is just kind of, this is just kind of summer in Mississippi, right? <laughs> it's just how it is. Um, hopefully that changes during the week though. So, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. No Louisville, no Pittsburgh. Ole Miss gets a tough draw with Southern Miss in their regional. 
Mississippi State gets the draw of a lifetime in their regional and then who they're across. Is it crazy? It's not crazy, right, to think that there's a lot of pressure on Mississippi State to win considering their draw? Obviously, there's pressure on Mike Bianco and Ole Miss as well because, you know, fans want to see results and a run in Hoover is nice, but it's only as good as what you do this weekend. That's it. Uh, so the the pressure was always going to be on Ole Miss regardless, but I, I think there might be a, a little bit of pressure on Mississippi State now, uh, considering the draw. This is a no-excuses-you-should-get-to-Omaha kind of draw, right? That's how, that's how it feels. So maybe there's a little bit of pressure on the Bulldogs to to make that happen, considering what they've been given. As far as a STM group and a D1 bracket challenge, I honestly didn't know they did that. I had no idea they did that. Um, so, sure, I don't see why not. I don't see why not at all. Um, that's crazy. Good good for Mississippi State, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people right now uh, say very similar things that um, – That Mississippi State got a hell of a draw. So, awesome. I will, uh, I'll do some more digging in this, of course. I mean, it's kind of my job, right? And, uh, and look closely at uh, all of these teams in, in both Oxford and in Starkville. Obviously, you know a little bit more about Southern Miss uh, than you do these others. And, um, and we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. So, thank you guys for tuning in. This was just a reaction thing. Um, I didn't know that. So we can create a bracket group. So we'll do that. I don't see why not. We'll do that. Uh, when I get myself a little bit of time, I will um, I'll be able to do it. Knoxville Regional, it's tough. It's really tough. Uh, I think between Knoxville and Oxford, those are probably the two toughest regionals that, that we've got, honestly. It's, uh, it's one of those two, for sure. So let's pull up the bracket. They finally got that out there. And uh, let's see what we got here. Um, boy, they make this annoying, don't they? My gosh. Um, Knoxville, so Duke, Liberty, and Wright State. The thing with Tennessee is Wright State has a, has a, a real true ace, um, a guy that can pitch it with, with really anybody. I mean, a good pitcher. So Tennessee's not going to be able to – you know, maybe start a game three guy and save your better arms for the weekend. They're probably going to have to go right in uh, with their best arm right away and uh, start the regional that way. It's a tough draw. I, I think between Tennessee and Ole Miss, those are the two toughest draws in this tournament. Um, Liberty, you know, all joking aside about Jerry Falwell and, you know, what that institution really is and whatever, um, they have a great athletic department. <laughs> A really good athletic department. They're good at football, obviously. Uh, their basketball team has a tournament win over Mississippi State recently. And here they are in the baseball tournament. They're doing something right, apparently. Uh, you know, they got the big guy on their side, I guess. But um, that's tough. I think it's um, I think it's the toughest – that knocks for the toughest regional draws. But the way Tennessee's playing right now – 
they they are better than Duke. They are better than Wright State. They are better than Liberty. So all of the hand-wringing over these regional draws, Mississippi State's is easier than that of Ole Miss's. It is. You're, you're going to have more high-pressure games in Oxford than you are in Starkville, or Knoxville as opposed to Starkville. But you're the one seed in your regional for a reason. You're the best team in it. As long as Tennessee and, and Ole Miss take care of business and play to their capability, they're going to get through that regional. It's really that simple. I understand the hand-wringing over draws, but I, I don't subscribe to it. I really don't. Upsets happen, especially in this sport, but if you take care of what's in front of you, it doesn't matter what happens anywhere else. That's just me. So, thank you guys for tuning in. I, I know there were a lot of new faces here, that's for sure, but I, I really, uh, really appreciate uh, all of it, honestly. You guys, are, uh, you guys are great, so thank you. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Right, right, right. There. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search my name, hit subscribe. Uh, I will be streaming every morning on it. Uh, but some other things when football season comes as well. Follow me on Twitter. Again, that name right there. Not very clever uh, at all. This gets uploaded in podcast form. My name or Mike in the morning will get there. And then, of course, we'll be on the radio this afternoon from 3 to 6 on uh, 12 stations scattered across the state of Mississippi to talk more about this. So... Mike says State ought to win that regional by a combined score of 35 to nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's no Missouri there in Starkville, but um, anyway. Thank you all for tuning in. I always uh, appreciate you. I know this was like a quick reaction thing. I was all over the place, uh, but tomorrow's stream is definitely going to have more of a deeper look at, at these teams and who they've played and who they've got and stuff like that. So be looking out for that tomorrow. Because, to be honest with you guys, I don't know anything about VCU baseball. But I'm going to go learn. So, thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Glad that, that you are with me. And uh, for those of you that were new, and, and hopefully you come back. But if you don't, glad uh, you spent some of your day with me. And let's play baseball. Let's play baseball. In Oxford, in Starkville, and then everywhere else around the country. So, y'all be good. I got to go get ready for the radio show and uh, talk to you tomorrow at 8. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.